0: Uh yeah we're cutting it off there uh we heard we're just not doing it today <laughs> i don't know that we have the time to or the mental capacity <laughs> to. uh we are back gonna jump into a a mock draft here with the draft uh just just over two weeks away after uh what, what sounded like a baby cry at the beginning of the podcast
1: uh <laughs> you, you hit me with the you hit me with the I'm I'm just gonna record, go ahead. And I got I got caught off guard and, and <laughs> i
0: just say. I I saw that. Uh, there was there was no preparation there. But well, let's get right into it. You want odds or do you want evens? Or do you want to discuss them? Uh let's you wanna go
1: consensus the way through?
0: Yeah, let's go consensus.
1: All right, we're gonna do a mock draft, two rounds, every team. Let's start at the top. Longcocks overplant. Uh is there a question
0: here? It's gonna be Najee Harris and Steelers. Yeah, it's going to be Najee Harris. It has to be. Running backs are currency in this league. We all know that. Even if he's not the best player in the draft, he's going to have the most value in the draft. And I think that that should matter for any expansion team.
1: Yeah. So Sheetram's is going to lock up his second, you know, star running back to top 15, maybe top 12 running backs this year. Um, and hop right into potentially one of the best running back rooms in the league. Uh, we've talked about this before, but. Yeah, this is a this is a
0: locked in pick. I I don't, he can't go anywhere else. Yeah, it would it would be foolish to. I mean, you could he could trade it, and I think that would be reasonable. But I think it would be foolish to to pass on Harris, considering the value that running backs have in this league.
1: Yeah, the uh, real questions with Longcock's over Plant come in the second round with how does he fill in the depth of this roster? This yep. pick, you know, just lock it in now.
0: Uh, next up, we get the meat hooks. Uh, I also like again. This goes back to the currency thing. Uh, I think there are two ways you can realistically go here, but they've got to be a running back. I would go with ETN or Williams. For me, I would go with probably Travis ETN because he should be swinging a little more for upside. I like Javante Williams more as a running back, but the upside of ETN is obviously way higher. And, and after trading his first round pick last year, Trevor needs to hit on some of that upside. I considered maybe he goes chase just because, you know, get the best
1: player in the draft at two, but then – did you, did you see the cuts he made? I mean, yeah, they were cu- kind of surprising being that he's in the situation he's in because it's not like he cut high-end running backs, but he cut J.D. McKissick, who was going into the season, as his number two. Yep, And he cut uh, Sony Michelle as well, who, you know, his, his role might be a 50-50 split with Damian Harris, might be less than that. But still, cutting running backs when you're in this position, uh, I think that that kind of locks in the fact that he's going running back and Chase is going to be on the board after this.
0: Yeah, I think he tipped his hand. I think he's going running back at two.
1: Yeah, uh, but as far as ETN goes,
0: you know, I I think that he's in
1: a – I talked about this on the uh, day one wrap-up. ETN is going to be like a DeAndre Swift scenario where if he falls, you know, by midseason, he's going to be the starting running back. Urban Meyer will say, yeah, he's going to be a third down back. You spent first-round draft capital on him. He's going to be your go-to guy by the end of the season for sure. And, honestly, he might have a more productive – First season, than Najee Harris, being that that Steelers offensive line is going to be
0: not opening up many holes for for this kid. Yeah, and and I think I think ETN is uh, is the Swift of this draft. I don't think he's as talented as Swift, or as good of a runner, but the pass catching upside is so good that in a half point PPR, it's it's tough to pass up. Uh, but that takes us to number three and dots, and I mean it's Kyle Pitts, right? Like he, I mean, unless he's like got the greatest smoke screen in the world and he's been professing this love. Uh, and doesn't mean it. I, I mean, you would almost have to lock in Kyle Pitts here. I still
1: have a feeling that he's Mac jones us,
0: and I, this is – uh, pick three is
1: going to be Jamar Chase. Because, I mean, I I just always maybe. go back to looking at his roster, and you see that receiver is honestly the only hole he has on his, on his starting team right now. I mean, that's – man, it, when you have TJ Hawkinson, I don't understand drafting a running back at three, but he just, like, loves the kid. So, I – I don't know which direction he's going. I'm I lean Chase, but you know, well. So last year he said he would have picked only Jonathan Taylor if he only had that one pick, uh, and then he ended up going Jerry Judy first just for the sake of last. And being at the, this this year's setup how it is, I, I don't I don't know if that love for Pitts goes over rationality at picking Jamar Chase because Jamar Chase also hurts his starting wide receiver uh, T Higgins.
0: Well, and and here's the thing too. Uh, he also has four later first round picks where he can in a, in a class that will be wide outs like that could be three or even four wide receivers at the end of the first. Um, so he could go with the scattershot approach at a position that that could work out for him just because there's so many of them again, like Pitts is a once in a generation talent. Uh, he went fourth overall. It's the highest ever for a tight end. I, I don't see any way he's going to pass on him. Like, I, honestly, All if, right. if I were one or two, are, are you, are you, are you a hundred percent locked in that he's taking pits? Not a hundred percent, but I feel pretty, pretty good. Like, because it's not just like, you know, Dots was professing his love for Jerry Judy last year. And that wasn't consensus. It wasn't for me anyways. I didn't think that highly of Judy. Kyle Pitts is a top two prospect in this class. Uh, you know, I, I know you're not higher. But who's, on, high who's, who's number one? Potentially Pitts. <laughs> that's the, well, That's the thing though. Like Pitts did go higher than Chase in the actual draft too.
1: Yeah. Well, I guess if you're more if you're leaning that way and I'm kind of split 50-50, I guess by consensus that would point us toward Pitts. So we'll we'll slot Pitts
0: in at 3. And and that takes us to 4 and uh Podolsky and I think this could go two ways. Uh I think it go three with three ways. Yeah, true, true, true. It could also like there's two wide receivers here you could take and there's a running back to me that you could take. Uh that's Javante Williams. Jalen Waddle and obviously Jamar Chase still being on the board. He's still, he's still there. So Waddle only went one pick after Chase in the draft. I, I think that makes it less of a reach, you know, uh than than it than it would have been otherwise. Is that is that man peeing over uh, your lips? Maybe.
1: Shoulder? Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, man, <laughs> just honestly, you sometimes, uh, but uh, Jalen Waddle is uh, he went six over on the draft. He, he plays for Pelosi's favorite team, he's a very talented wide receiver. Jamar Chase, obviously, the consensus number one guy, but with a little bit more uh, up in the air about his target share just because, like, of T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, and there's a lot going on in Cincinnati. And then of course Javante Williams being the top running back left. Pedelski needs running backs. He has three of them on his roster. Only two of them are any good. And both of those guys are even pretty questionable. Uh in, in Ezekiel Elliott and Joe Mixon. So you could you could sway me either way. I'm interested to hear what you have to say here. I would I mean, I would probably lean Williams, but I I don't know. I really don't know.
1: I just based on Pedelsky's draft history, you know, he's
0: he That's says things team. in
1: the off season. And like he said, he was last year. He said, he was going to take T Higgins at nine. Uh, decided to wise up and take Jamar Jefferson in that pick. Yeah. And, and then like he said, he, he said he was locked into Higgins at nine last year. And then, you know, went with the best player available. And then he said, he was going to take Tua, in at the first pick of the next round, went Joe Burrow. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I think whenever he says things and then when it boils down to it, he knows who the best player is. And he just always goes best player. They so, don't, I think that Waddle is off, off his radar just because Chase would, would be there in this situation, but I don't discount uh, Javante Williams. Do you think that Javante Williams is in play at two? Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't blame Trevor either way if he defi-
0: decides to go Javante at two because
1: yeah. on, the, on the draft board, he'll be projected more points next season,
0: I believe. Yeah. Although I think that would be a, a mis, uh, misstep on his part. I don't think he should be looking at who's projected for more, po- more points next season, uh, Trevor Sherd, because he's not making the playoffs next year. Like, there's no feasible way he does. Uh, but back to Pedelski, I do think that the likely scenario is if, let's say, Dots does take Chase, I think Chase and Pitts are going three and four in this draft. Uh, if they don't go one, yeah, and well,
1: Podelsky's Pad- biggest hole
0: is tight end. I mean, yeah. he has two running backs
1: that can work on his team so i mean if, if pitts is there he's definitely going for
0: yeah I, I think you know three and four are, are locked in as chasing pitts uh just like one and two are likely locked in as running backs as they i think they should be because of the again the the transactional value and the uh the the way this league holds them in esteem All Right. luck did not chase at 104 that takes us to five to tyree i mean looking at tyree's team this has got to be javante williams right if Williams or ET is there, I, like, I, I don't know how he passes on a running back given the current state of his team.
1: I mean, I I wouldn't put it past him to say I'm a homer and go Devontae Smith, even though that's clearly not in need of his at all, a wide receiver. I mean, he, he, he even has depth there. Uh, whereas running back, you know, he long-term, he doesn't have many guys. And The weird thing about Tyree is, so like I made him that offer for Rashad Penny, but he's like, I have Chris Carson. So I don't, I don't want Penny, which why don't you want your handcuff? I don't know. Now he has Melvin Gordon. Is he gonna say, I don't want Javante or yeah, Javante Williams because
0: I have Melvin Gordon? I think that would be a massive mistake because I think it's more, it likely, I think it's more likely that Melvin Gordon gets cut by trip by the start of the season than it is that he's the starter at the end of the season. Uh, yeah. Yeah
1: I, yeah. I I'm I'm all on board that Tyree should take running backs here because that's always what his
0: main issue is. But well, even his current running backs, like Chris Carson got like a not great deal in Seattle. There's not a ton of reason to believe in him long term. Josh Jacobs, they just signed Kenyon Drake. He could be in serious trouble there. Melvin Gordon, they just drafted Javante Williams. Philip Lindsay's part of like a four-headed monster in Houston. Zach Moss is a backup right now. Tevin Coleman is washed. Like, honestly, I don't know that any of his running backs are guarantees to finish in the top, what, 20 this year i mean one of them probably will by law of averages but like i don't think it's a guarantee that on an individual level that any of them do based on their current situations and, and how their teams are valuing them
1: it's definitely the smart play but like i was saying earlier that that, that homer mentality of we just we just drafted Devonte smith traded up to pick 10 for him and I, I i just want philadelphia eagles where we've seen in the draft before once you start going homer picks you know
0: it goes downhill. I mean, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying that there's, there's any rationality behind this, but like, I mean, Buttons used to go Homer picks all the time and just draft Eagles, and then they never worked out.
0: You know, I, I think anytime you, you go with the your, your heart instead of your head, like it's, it's a bad decision. Uh, and you look at wideout on his team, anyways, like he has C.D. Lamb and Chase Claypool locked in as two future guys. Robert Woods is going to be producing for another four or five years. Like he doesn't you can almost lock those guys up week in and week out as his starters and he doesn't have to worry about them. Uh, that that's not the yeah. case like I said at running back. Whether ETN is here or whether Williams is here, I think he has to take him. Like I think he And we we've gotten kind of lucky these past couple of years with receivers
1: producing right out of college where that wasn't always the case before. And I think Smith is definitely not not the size in the NFL to just come in and dominate right away, and especially with the quarterback situation being not a very high volume offense right now. I, I don't think that the points are going to be there and I don't well I'm not saying Smith's bad Smith's great yeah he, I, I, the, the, the smart the smart play here is to get that production that you you've been missing for years in running back and take Javante Williams and you' sit you're set you're set there for for a while I mean some people like Javante Williams is the top running back in his class and if he's going to an opportunity like Denver where Melvin Gordon's if he's not out this year he's definitely out next year uh, it, looking back on it we'll probably say
0: yeah it was a, a great pick. And, and Williams is only 21. He recently turned 21 too. He's very young. Uh this is that is young. I didn't know that. And yeah,
1: that's that might make me even think he goes one to to Trevor.
0: Yeah. And and if he does then then ETN here is like you ha- again you have the long-term play even if James Robinson steals some of it this year, the year after he's the starting running back, you know. Uh, and you can sort of ride out what's left of Chris Carson and Josh Jacobs because I know Jacobs is only 23. But to sign Kenyon Drake for, for what was it, two years, $7 million a year, something like that, like that's not a vote of confidence in Josh Jacobs, and they were already giving away the passing down work. I would not feel great if I was a Josh Jacobs owner in any league. I, th- I think we're both on board with at, – at this pick, Javante Williams. We'll see if it happens, though. That leaves me at, at six with a host of wide receivers, which is a, a spot that I wanted to be in anyways. Uh, if you look at my team, I'm young at running back. I, I would like a long-term wide out for, you know, you got five to, starters. Yeah, five starting running backs. I, I I don't need one anyways. Uh and and I would take Devontae Smith here. He's the the next wide out on my board. Uh, it would be close with Jalen Waddle. Waddle is the kind of upside swing that I could take. Smith also also presents his own upside though. I, I want the week in and week out production rather than the the up and downness of someone like Tyler Lockett, who I already have. Uh, at the the much better level, so I I mean I, I'll tell you right now if this is the board, it's either Smith or Waddle for me, and for the time being, I would I would lean towards Smith.
1: Yeah, well, like like we were just saying, uh, whenever we were talking about Tyree, uh, I I still think that Devontae Devontae Smith is you know a a year maybe two years out from really giving you solid week in week out production, and I mean you have wide receivers that can hold you over till the meantime, but. Um, you definitely don't need running backs here, and if Pitts was on the board, I think you're definitely going that way because you don't have a tight end.
0: Hey, Logan Thomas is technically a tight end, uh, mm-hmm. and of course, uh, <laughs> and a quarterback. Uh, but he uh, Fitz likes to throw to tight ends. I'm hope I'm a little bit hopeful there. But yeah, if Pitts is here, he's the easy pick. Uh, I don't think he's getting here though, and I don't. You know, I said for the longest time, Pit lock Pitts in at 106. Uh, I did not expect it to go this way, where he was he has almost no chance of being there. But uh, that takes us to 107. Uh, with Big Rig up, I would think the the clear cut top guy on the board at this point is probably Jalen Waddle. Um, I don't know that there's much of a direction you can go outside of that here.
1: And I, I don't think it's been much of a secret that Rig has liked Waddle all off season. And I mean, his landing spot's not the best in the world, but it's fine. Uh, he kind of conflicts with. Will Fuller's role in this offense. Um, but Will Fuller's only on a one year contract. So I think maybe by year two, Waddle's just stepping into that starting lineup. And yeah, Rig has been destined to take Waddle all along.
0: Yeah. And I, I do worry about Waddle's uh, long term upside if Tua is the starter there, just because Tua can't throw the ball deep uh, and hasn't yet in the NFL, especially since the hip injury. So uh... I think he can throw the ball deep. He just isn't asked to. I think he struggles with it, um, and he doesn't throw guys open. Uh, he, he likes to throw to guys that are wide open. And he's just not going to see that in the NFL, uh, even with Jalen Waddle. So you'll have to adjust to that. And Waddle's never going to be – I think the concern with Waddle is that he's never going to be a high-volume guy, right? There's a chance you're looking at a Deshaun Jackson-level fantasy prospect where, like, some weeks he goes off for 25 – other weeks he has like four or five
1: yeah and I uh I guess I I showed you my early top 10 rankings uh just because I guess it doesn't really uh, I'm not, I'm not going to be trading into the top 10 or anything so I was like here's my top guys and I had think I'd waddle lower than uh probably consensus along with Rashad Bateman but uh, I just because of that same sentiment I don't think he's going to be a uh, high volume guy, and is is it really worth like a uh, first half of the first round pick type guy i'm not i'm not I'm not sold on him, uh, but I, I see there's an avenue there where you know he turns into a Jarvis Landry and Jarvis Landry stumbles into the top fifteen every year. so
0: yeah and and then that takes us to dots's four straight picks. Should we just lay out all four of these at once? like is that how we want to do this or so
1: there's – yeah, we can do that. I mean, there's a 100% chance that Trey Sermon's off the board by the end of this run.
0: Yeah, he, Trey, Trey Sermon will be one of them. I feel – Rondale
1: cl- Moore will probably be one of them.
0: And – Because uh, that's a
1: phenomenal landing spot. Um, and I, I guess he slots in right at the wide receiver too automatically.
0: And I think Rashad Bateman will be one of them. Uh, he's the top wide out in Baltimore. Even if it's a low-volume offense, the upside there is too good to pass up on when you have four first-round picks. Which leaves us with one more. I mean, he could go quarterback here. You, like yeah, this, Well, so in,
1: in this scenario, we got dots covered. Bears. In this scenario, dots covered a, a running back, two wide receivers, and a tight end in this draft so far. So I, I don't think he goes wide receiver for that third pick, even though it's probably best player on the board. Right. Um, so it's either going to be a uh, he takes Trevor Lawrence.
0: Hell, he might take Justin Fields. I, that's just because, what I said. I, I think Fields is the pick. He goes quarterback here.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think. Dots. I don't think he goes. I, Dots has Dots has second round picks too. I know he Dots has three hundred one. I I imagine Fields will fall there.
0: I just I just get the feeling that Dots is going to take Justin Fields because here's the uh, thing. Same, same thing with
1: what's his name last year. Podolski last year with Tua. At some point, you recognize that that's not going to benefit your fantasy team a whole awful lot.
0: I, I think Dots makes so many decisions. Based on emotion, he will place bets based on emotion, based on what he wants to happen. Uh, he, you know, I don't think that will change just because it's it's a fantasy rookie draft. I, I really think that Fields would be one of these picks here.
1: I disagree wholeheartedly. <laughs> and I don't, we can't put in a consensus mock that Fields is going in this in this area.
0: Listen, when when he ends up going in this area, though, I think it it works out.
1: You'll get some props, but I. Can't, in my heart, can't do it. Uh, this could be Trevor Lawrence or it could be Michael Carter because Michael Carter is going to be the last running back on the board that is probably going to get guaranteed half the workload in an offense at a minimum. So I think that he might double up on running backs, double up on wide receivers, and if, if we got him taking pits at three.
0: All right, then let's give him uh, – let's give him
1: Michael Carter then. Which – Q was worried about I know Q wanted uh, a a running back just because that's that's one of his big holes but in this situation he doesn't get them Uh, so I think he's in a tough spot and honestly
0: also chance for what it's worth that that Dots takes even if he does take fields that he takes Carter over Rondell Moore
1: I I don't I don't think Rondell Moore gets out of these four picks even if he's taking him at 111 I don't I don't think that that happens. Just just because, what's the alternative? Elijah Moore, Terrace Marshall.
0: We'll see. I'm not a I'm not a massive Moore guy. You know, I I think I think one wideout, two running backs, and a quarterback might be the might be what we see here.
1: Yeah, I. But do you think, for as far as this this exercise goes, we're just going to go with Moore
0: we'll, there? Yeah, we'll go with Moore just because you don't want to give him the quarterback that he would take in fields. So. Yeah, so we're on to Q, and, you know, he, he like I said, he
1: wanted that running back. Uh, he's not going to get it here unless he reaches for Kenny Gainwell, Chuba Hubbard.
0: Yeah, unless he massively. Larry
1: Roundtree for the Chargers, and w- which, which also confused me about Q's cuts because he he cut Joshua Kelly for the Chargers, potentially a 50% volume in that offense. I I, I don't understand that necessarily, but I guess he doesn't see it with Joshua Kelly. Uh, I, I think that he's forced here to either trade down or go wide receiver, and maybe he'll just take Kadarius Tony because that's that's a that's his new guy. Put some faith in it on a uh, on a dynasty team.
0: Yeah, I, I guess you know that that seems like the, the likely outcome. I don't necessarily love it, but I, I definitely could see that being what happens here. Uh, yeah, and the, the
1: alternative is Trevor Lawrence
0: um, because I think his quarterback right now is Daniel Jones.
1: And Baker Mayfield. Yeah. So Trevor Lawrence could go off the board here, but he also has a pick two picks later. So I don't know if he'd reach for a quarterback knowing that you can also get Trey Lance, Justin Fields three picks later.
0: Well, and I do think he likes Daniel uh, Daniel Jones enough to, to want to stick with him as the starter. Um,
1: Yeah. But adding
0: someone like Trevor Lawrence, who's
1: probably guaranteed top eight quarterback, just kind of locks that position in saves you fab through the season uh, because you're not going to need to stream all the time. Once Daniel Jones doesn't pan out.
0: We're going Kadarius Tony. Yeah, we'll go Kadarius Tony there. 201 then I think is probably Elijah Moore. Uh, I don't know that you would – you know. I, I, again, this is – Just should just keep betting on talent, and that's what 201 is. Uh, it's betting on one of those talented wide receivers, and Moore is sort of the last one left.
1: Yeah, that's really the last person left on top tier. We also have Terrace Marshall here who's, who's close to that top tier, but he was drafted in the third round. Um, I don't, I don't know. I, th- I think she's just want to get to the higher drafted guy, you know, with an opportunity clearly in front of him. Uh, doesn't have too much competition for his specific role aside from Jamison Crowder, but he'll kick him out uh, maybe by the end of the off season.
0: Yeah. And then uh, I, I totally agree. More, more should be uh, the start of their long-term uh, and Zach Wilson, you know, I, I'm not high on him as a quarterback, but should be looking for that slot guy quite a bit. That takes us to the process trusters two Oh two, um, I mean, it's got to be Terrace Marshall, right? Like, there's no. There's I mean, no other he already sp-
1: has like one of the best receiving cores in the uh, in the league. This would but, just.
0: Have, but who do you even take at running back here? You know, he,
1: he has he has Jalen Hurts as quarterback. I think that Trevor Lawrence is a safe sure. pick. Then again, Buttons is also on board with the. Uh, the difference between quarterback eight and quarterback twenty is like one or two points. So.
0: Yeah, I would I would lean toward the wide receiver here. I think we give him Marshall. Uh, Do you think he homer
1: picks it and just goes Kenny Gainwell way too early? There's no way. Like, right? <laughs> like, there's. Well, think about his running back situation.
0: I mean, yeah. he has Naheem
1: Hines, and Gainwell's just going to be a worse Naheem Hines.
0: So Yeah, he, that's the thing. Like, he's taking the worst version of the guy that we already bully him for taking. Uh,
1: <laughs> Maybe that'll persuade him to take him.
0: <laughs> Maybe that gets him to double down. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't see that. I don't see a way he can actually justify taking Kenny Gainwell here. Let's give, him, let's give him Terrace Marshall, which ends the run at the top wideouts anyways, because there's a pretty clear yeah. break there, uh, even if you don't put Terrace Marshall in the top group. Uh, but, yeah, let's, so if we're giving him uh, Marshall, then the next pick I think is our Trevor Lawrence pick. That um, has
1: to be Trevor Lawrence uh, right there. I mean, Sheetram has – this is Sheetram at 203, and he has Matt Ryan. Uh, not not anything after that. I think that he'll just want to solidify the uh ceiling here. Uh well, then again, I mean you maybe Sheetram thinks I want more flex options and I can get Fields or Lance at in four picks.
0: Yeah, maybe you know what I, I don't I don't hate that idea either. Maybe this is Oman Ross St. Brown. Uh because Yeah.
1: I right now he has Quintez Cephas. I think if he if he gets Oman Ross St. Brown, he – hedges his bets on that uh, – on a starter in that Lions offense. Uh, so, I, I, I think that's the pick here. I, I think he, he thinks he can wait. Or he, he definitely can wait another four picks and still get one of these top guys.
0: Like, well, quarterback. Like, there are still five top guys, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think Mac Jones and Zach Wilson suck. But, like, they're still first-round picks, uh, potential starters in the NFL, potential fantasy starters. So, I don't think it would hurt him to wait. Uh, so, we'll give him a, Oman Ross St. Brown – which then brings us back – or actually to the first time for, to oh, I Hate OBJ. Uh, the oldest team in the league, like who's the oldest guy in the class? Like is, can we just can we just do that? Find the oldest player drafted and give him to uh, I Hate OBJ?
1: I did not there, – there is a 24-year-old I think in this class.
0: I think Dax Milne, the wideout from BYU, might be 24.
1: No, one of these guys – one of these top wide receivers is older. I forget which one it was. Maybe – I don't remember which one it was, but there there is an older guy here, and that, that kind of pushed his actual draft stock down. Uh, I wish I knew off the top of my head. But as far as I Hate OBJ goes, uh, we've talked about his bad running back situation. And, I mean, there's just no running backs on the board, especially if, if Doss is taking Michael Carter there in his run of four. Um, Larry Roundtree has maybe an opportunity to, to take half those touches from Austin Eckler, but I think, he, I think the I Hate OBJ already owns Austin Eckler, so he's not going to want to add more, more charges running backs. Uh,
0: I think he's got to go wide out here, or you know what? I think he would go Amari Rogers right here uh, from Green Bay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's probably your safest bet, uh, especially if Aaron Rodgers sticks around. Um, so, I think uh, I think Kenny Gainwell is the best running back here, but you can't you can't justify taking him this early. He's a fifth round running back and isn't going to be a starter.
0: Yeah, and might not even be the best guy in his role right away because Boston Scott is still there, and they, yeah. they like him. And You're essentially
1: him. getting a Boston Scott equivalent when you draft Kenny Gainwell.
0: Right, and yeah. potentially a better version down the road. Yeah. So, I'd,
1: what's his tight, ends, his tight end situation look like? Let me see, that. Eric, e- Eric Ebron? I'm looking right. If he needs a tight end, this could definitely be a spot where we see Pat Frymuth off the board because Pat Frymuth landed in a good spot where in, in a Pittsburgh offense where he might not produce when he's he's young, but we know that, that Pittsburgh offense has featured a tight end for the last 15 years.
0: Uh, he is Darren Waller. Okay, never mind. Um,
1: but <laughs> I guess that that didn't stop Dots from
0: yeah from taking uh, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. So Pittsburgh. I but. I ben doubt he Morris goes. Is not T.J. Hawkinson. Yes,
1: yeah, so I I don't see him going. Pat Fry. I mean, I got mud kicking up on the side of my truck. I don't know if that's going to come through the pod. But is it? There, is, there's just a real, there's a real talent gap between running backs and wide receivers right now, and it's just a lot of teams don't need wide receivers, but that's the smartest move to make. So I think Amari Rogers to I OBJ. I'll, I'll I'll be on board with that.
0: Yeah, uh, I think that's probably the best spot uh, for him to just take the talent, Um, which brings us back to uh, Q at 2.05. Um, Is this our quarterback? Like, is this where Trevor Lawrence goes? I feel like Trevor
1: Lawrence can't fall farther than Joe Burrow did, and Joe Burrow went 2.06. So I feel like even though Q likes his quarterbacks and everything, seeing Trevor Lawrence available here is a golden opportunity.
0: Yeah, and, like, he can like Baker Mayfield and Daniel Jones all he wants, but the value, like you said, at some point is too much to, to pass up. Uh,
1: let's let's even say
0: that uh, you have your quarterback, but, like, you uh,
1: – let's say Trevor Lawrence just becomes a – every year he's QB1, QB2, QB3. In this league, that goes for a first-round pick.
0: Yeah, for some reason that I've yet so, to. So, I mean,
1: you're, you're essentially holding – Trevor Lawrence, you know, you get quality play out of him, but if you want to flip him, you can flip him for a first-round pick down the line.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, I, I think that's the likely pick here, which brings us to me at 206. Not a not a lot of need to discuss this. It'll be Chuba Hubbard. Uh, just got to get the handcuff. And I was wondering if
1: you were going to take him here because at this point it is a little bit of a reach, but it does secure your handcuff. Yeah, so how do you feel about trading down in this situation knowing that you can likely find – Shuba Hubbard later.
0: I would trade down, but only if I'm getting another pick uh, that, that I actually, you know what I mean, could, could get someone a value for. I'm not just going to trade down and pick up a fourth. Uh, it would have to be in, like, trading down three or four spots and picking up a mid to early third.
1: Yeah, I mean, if someone feels strongly about anybody in this, in this range, uh, you know, I can see that potentially happening. Maybe someone wants to nail down the second quarterback before um, – they all go off the board, so, or if someone needs a tight end, maybe they trade up for Frymuth in this area. Yeah, I, Chuba Hubbard here makes complete sense for where your team is at right now. It uh, gives you that safety blanket that Mike Davis gave you last year.
0: And so we're on Longcox now. Uh, I think this is Trey Lance.
1: Uh, yeah, th- this is the quarterback we've been mocking to the or speculating about and figuring we, they can get down this far and still get Trey Lance, who might might be the best quarterback in in terms of fantasy. Best quarterback in this draft.
0: Yeah, and and I think that's a home run pick for a, a rebuilding or uh, a building team. Yeah, a building team, but a team that's in desperate need of some building blocks too. Yeah,
1: yeah. So this this definitely gives them that gives them flexibility because they still have Matt Ryan, uh, so they can they can stream quarterbacks and maximize matchups, uh, especially since Trey Lance will be sitting for first half of the year. He can he can hold on to him and you know not not even worry about it. So I think. uh, him nailing down one of these top two quarterbacks in this draft especially uh, is is going to work out for him
0: long-term. And so that takes us to you at 208.
1: You know, I, I have a million wide receivers as well. So these I guess, running backs I've been talking about, Kenny Gainwell, you know, you got Larry Roundtree with the Chargers, Pat Frymuth. There's not a whole lot of great options on the board for me, honestly. Um, normally this is about where the tier break is, kind of like 208 to 208. 20- like 206, 208 range, and I'm not I'm not a huge fan of it. I've been trying to convince myself on two two out well because how do you be that small and so good draft in the second round? I haven't gotten there yet. We we've preached talent over opportunity, and right now that's Diami Brown with the Washington football team. Uh I, I, I don't need wide receivers, but there's a realistic situation where Thielen doesn't pan out, OBJ, OBJ doesn't pan out. What's the name? Mike Evans gets older and he starts producing less. So I think even more wide receiver insurance whenever there's not great running backs on the board, Diami Brown's probably the, the best wide receiver with an opportunity uh, if he can beat out Curtis Samuel.
0: Yep. <laughs> Is that, did you, sorry, I wasn't back at touch it at all. Did you just give Sheetram Diami Brown?
1: No, oh, I gave myself Diami Brown.
0: Uh, and I, I mean, we're really running low on options here. It's probably got to be Tylen Wallace, which is, is fine. Like Tylen Wallace might get some targets in Baltimore, but again, like you said, there's a clear tier break, and there's not much left. At, here. at
1: 208, I'm not opposed to taking Joshua Kelly, who just got dropped.
0: Yeah, honestly, I, I would consider Joshua Kelly.
1: Yeah, I mean, shit. This isn't only rookies in this thing, but Joshua Kelly might be the next best running backs in the draft. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is Longcox on the board, so I, honestly, they they probably get him in the expansion draft. I can't make, I can't imagine if he gets out of there. But
0: yeah, that, that would be my guess. In,
1: in terms of rookies only, um, who'd you say you were going here?
0: Uh, I I mean, this, there's not a lot left, but you got to. I I think, I, I think that Cheecher
1: maybe tries to bolster his lack of running backs by getting one that isn't going to pay immediate dividends, but who knows, down the line, might be a flex option with Kenny Gainwell. I think he just needs to add running backs, but he also doesn't have a ton of receivers,
0: so Yeah, he doesn't he doesn't have a ton of much. I'll give him, um,
1: I'll, give him I'll give him Kenny Gainwell. I, I'd say yeah. I, maybe Kenny Gainwell goes here.
0: We'll go Kenny Gainwell then. That takes us to the meat hooks. Meat hooks that then this has to be Tylen Wallace then, right? Like there there are now no running backs left. Uh unless you weirdly think Ramondre Stevenson is good. <laughs> I don't see anything Jalen on the Jalen
1: Darden for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is an option, maybe.
0: I mean that's really, really but his strange. draft
1: capital slipped.
0: Yeah, that, that's a terrible. I length. think
1: that, in my in my opinion, the next best wide receiver here is probably Des Fitzpatrick.
0: For me, it's it's Wallace. It's not particularly close.
1: See, I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. Still, that Ravens offense and Wallace is going to be like the, maybe like the fifth option. So I mean, well, you're just not going to see much from
0: him. I would just bet on the talent at this point, though. Like he's the third option. He's better than Miles Boykin. He's behind all I guess you're
1: going Wallace if you got talent and opportunities, Des Fitzpatrick, because he's already the number two in that offense.
0: Yeah, but Des Fitzpatrick's bad. Yeah, that's the other that's
1: the main issue with him is he's bad, but his opportunity is clearly there as the current number two for the Tennessee Titans.
0: There are like I would take Uh, Tom over Fitzpatrick. I'd take Daz News. Wait, what are we
1: talking about? This is Pat Fryermuth.
0: Oh yeah. Steelers fan.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: that's definitely Pat right <laughs> <laughs> We can move on to the next one. Last two picks. Both go. To, right. uh, they
1: both go to Sacramento. Um,
0: I mean, <laughs> we're really scraping the ball. Maybe Dwayne Eskridge here and Nico Collins. Two shots at wideouts who should have opportunity. Only one of those wideouts is actually good. Uh, yeah, Nico Collins. Wait, who would you say? Nico Collins and Dwayne Eskridge.
1: Well, we still have Tyler Wallace on the board.
0: Yeah, but if we're, if, if, if you're, you're still passionate about on, him. If you're that low on I, it. I, I think,
1: think one cool. of these picks, just because Q – I think just because Q needs to get somebody, Ramondre Stevenson is going to be one of these picks. Shit, no, he has Damian Harris. It's not. Yeah, Q Q's not going to come out of this draft with a running back in the first two rounds.
0: Um, yeah, he's He already a- got a
1: quarterback. We gave him some wide receivers.
0: Uh, I will close out the mock.
1: Once one is going to be Nico Collins, probably, because he's you know, he has a good opportunity there. It could be – we didn't give Dezfit Patrick to – uh no, we didn't. So, Dezfit Patrick's an option here. Um, Dwayne Eskridge is talented, but he's in a not-so-great opportunity. Uh, he's probably the most talented person on the board.
0: Although there is, like, there's a rule for a third wideout in Seattle. David Moore's gone.
1: Yeah, he went to Carolina.
0: Dwayne Eskridge. yeah, let's give him Dwayne Eskridge.
1: or Tutu two, two, two Atwell still here. Uh, maybe he'll bank on the the top side of a of a baby player getting drafted in the second round.
0: <laughs> All right, that works for me. So we'll close it out then with Tutu two, two Atwell at two twelve.
1: I fucking hate watching Tutu two, two Atwell play.
0: I do too. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of his honestly. Uh, but like he he's going to be the third guy in that offense though, and you can't discount that and. You know, they're for him.
1: Van Jefferson was supposed to be too.
0: Yeah. But Van Jefferson was never good. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, well. I, I knew that. I don't think you knew that. And I still don't know if you know that.
1: Well, I just want the listeners to know that uh I think John and I really sound like we're going at each other's throats on this pod. We really sound angry at each other and that's, that's nobody's fault here. Don't, don't think that you guys did this to us, John and I are just in a heated battle in the Dynasty Basketball Championship.
0: Yeah, well, no, it's not a heated battle. I'm getting my ass kicked. <laughs> like it's it's already over. It's heated. No, it's yeah, it's hey, we, because I'm I'm literally on fire. <laughs> You've doused me in gasoline.
1: Hey, it's not over until Sunday.
0: It's well okay. Yeah, it's not officially over until Sunday. You are correct.
1: How much do these daily updates hurt so far?
0: I don't know why you keep doing them. Please stop.
1: <laughs> I just want to give the, the people a, a synopsis of where we're at.
0: We're, we're, we're all losing, though, because the trophy is not going to be nearly as fun now. That's true. We're all losers in this situation.
1: Let's give it a quick little recap in case anybody didn't follow along, if we can remember who we picked. Ready? Okay. Longcock Silver Plant, Travis ETN, 101. 102 taking Najee Harris. 103, Kyle Pitts. 104, Jamar Chase, uh, Audi Boys. 105, Underdogs taking Javante Williams. 106, John Terrio with Devontae Smith. 107, Aragona taking Jalen Waddell. Dots with his four picks taking in no particular order Rondale Moore, Michael Carter, Trey Sermon. And Rashad Bateman? Yeah. Yeah, Rashad Bateman. Right. Uh, Sacramento at 112, taking.
0: Who <laughs> <laughs> do we have them taking? One of us should have written this down. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, know. they'll know. They'll know. They'll go back and listen and they'll know.
1: Kadarius Tony Homer Pitt. Kadarius Toney at 112. Long Cox Plant taking.
0: <laughs> 201. uh.
1: More. Elijah Moore.
0: Elijah more. Yeah, we did give him Elijah Process
1: Moore. trusters. They took Terrace Marshall, 202. 203, Longcock Trevor Plant taking Amari Rogers.
0: Oh, yeah, it was Mari Rogers. I Hate OBJ, 204. Did we already do Terrace I'm
1: Marshall? On, I'm on Ross uh, St. Brown. Sacramento, 205, taking... Uh, Trey Lance, 206. John Terrio taking. Des Fitzpatrick.
0: <laughs> Did you just give me Des Fitzpatrick? <laughs> Who'd you take? Chuba Hubbard. Oh, Chuba.
1: All right. Uh, Longhawks up next at 207. Trevor Lawrence. Steal the draft. Yes. Iowa. Nico Collins,
0: Boncox. It was a wide out, I think. No, it was Pat. F- no, no. Th- th-
1: this is where they took Trey Lance. Before yeah. this, they took
0: Kenny Gainwell. Kenny.
1: Kenny G- yep. Kenny Gainwell. Yep. That was <laughs> 209. Two oh Kenny.
0: 207.
1: Oh, two oh Kenny Gainwell,
0: right? Yeah. And then 209. Is no,
1: t- no. Kenny Gainwell went 209. They, they secured Trey Lance at 207. What a shit show. Which isn't good theory on their part because I'm not taking a quarterback, so they could have waited. Yeah. Um, oh, well. Mississippi taking Diami Brown. Right. Uh, Sacramento closing it out with
0: – Hat Fryer move.
1: And – Two two At- Atwell, okay. we did it.
0: Wow, <laughs> we didn't even hold on. Did he take away that's or Two two Atwell.
1: Nope, they went. They went three zero one to. Uh, oh, he we we, we haven't taken two two.
0: Okay, that's fine.
1: Still on the board, I guess left in the third round. We got Jeff Gordon. Um, <laughs> Tony Hawk uh, is available, but he's an older player. Uh, he's in a good spot though.
0: Jeff Gordon was was too much. <laughs> you broke me. know what we got left on the board? Jeff Gordon was was too good. <laughs> <laughs> was, too, was too good. Hold on, let's re-record that because oh, Jesus best, I'm going to do a quick best players. Game. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me compose myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three, two, one. So at 301. Hey, let's, let's hop into the best. <laughs> let's look at the best players available at 301. Uh, <laughs> I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Hold on. I, I got too many names floating in my head right now. <laughs> I got it. Three, two, one. At three oh one, best players available, we got (laughs) I'll get it. God damn it. Not that funny, man. (laughs) No, it's not. It's the names I have in my head. (laughs) All right, let me try again.
1: Oh my God! Can you leave all this in?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. We're gonna get. We're gonna get a list. <laughs> Three hundred one. All, right, all right. Three, two, one. Three hundred one. Best players available. We've got Jeff Gordon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it through Jeff Gordon. <laughs> We're going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. Three, two, one. 301 best players available. We've got Jeff Gordon, Ruben Stuttered. <laughs> made it through two names on the list. I've got five names in my head. All right, hit it. We're good. Three, two, one. Real one best players available. We have Jeff Gordon, Ruben Stuttered, uh, I believe Dick Vermeil <laughs> on the list. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm I'm driving now. So like we Ruben were... <laughs> would you say uh, i said i'm driving now i can't fucking laugh like this when you say
0: goddamn <laughs> reuben stuttered i'm gonna get it we're gonna get it three two one <laughs> i got this <laughs> i got this <laughs> Three, two, one. Three hundred one best players available. We got.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, gotta, I got. I got. Fuck. I got about a mile time on an active highway, so like, <laughs> give me that ASAP.
0: Three, two, one. 301. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. Um, turn your video off so I can't see you. No. <laughs> I
1: won't laugh. I know Ruben started coming and Dick for meal, but I don't know what's coming after that.
0: Ooh. Three, two, one. <laughs> Three, two, one. <laughs> <God damn it>. <laughs> 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 I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. All right, I'm on the highway now. Don't fuck me up. Be careful. <laughs> Three, two, one. at 3.01 available we've got Jeff Gordon
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god <laughs> we've got like 15 minutes of outtakes all right, I'm gonna get this this time. This is it. I believe in me. Puppy's dying, puppy's dying, puppy's dying. I gotta, gotta psych myself out so I don't laugh. Three, two, one. At 301 available, we've got Jeff Gordon, Ruben Stutter, Dick Vermeil. I think uh, John F. Kennedy's there. I think I saw Teddy Rhodes.
1: <laughs> I got the shades on, but I don't know if you saw my eyes when she said John F.
0: Kennedy. <laughs> this is going to be an all-time great video. <laughs> All right. At three, three, two, one. 301 available we've got jeff gordon uh, we've got Ruben Studdard. i think uh dick Vermeil's there teddy roosevelt john f kennedy a lot of a lot of names on the board still uh genghis khan a little bit down the list but might be a steal later you know a lot of guys to pick from here uh you know and if someone wants to reach down the board a little bit they could they could go with more of a guy with some high upside uh, a minute bull for instance would be a good <laughs> would be a good choice uh you know, him or Hakeem Olajuwon, either or would be great down the slow in the draft.
1: I think that John F. Kennedy used to have high upside, but then his upside got taken away.
0: It got uh, it got, you know, he's he's had some driving issues before that have gotten him in legal trouble, but but he's uh he should be fine. I think he'll be a fine wide receiver in the NFL. Is there anyone else you wanted to mention outside of that top group? Jeff Gordon being the obvious standout.
1: No, I have, I have no other prospects.
0: All right. I think that'll do it then.
1: Uh, I hope everyone the Kool-Aid them. man sticks out as one that
0: – I was looking at Big Bird as a tight end, uh, but with that tussle that him and Elmo got towards the end of the year, I think it dropped his stock a little bit. Uh, you know, he lost a couple of feathers in, in that, and I don't think it's as worth it now to take him that early. We made it. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed it. Bye.